so this is what it's like. Welcome to The Good, a podcast produced by DesignWorks Group, celebrating people and everything good in this world. How's it going, man? Good, man. How are you doing? I'm good. Did you have a good Christmas? I had a great Christmas. Good. What was yours? It was good. We haven't done one since Christmas, have we? Nope. I don't think so. Nope. Yeah, Christmas last week. Yeah, it was good. We, uh, How long ago does that feel? Um, it feels like forever ago, but it wasn't even a week ago, I guess. I know. It feels like a long time ago. Yeah. I guess we talked about it on another podcast. Maybe that, I don't I don't know. Oh yeah. Anyways, yeah, mine was good. We spent all day at my mom's house and ate and played games and all that good stuff. And then we had our Christmas with Emily's side of the family. Uh, when was that? Saturday. Spent all day over there. Played some more games. Ate some more stuff. Games yeah. and food, man. It was good. That's what it's all about. Yeah. That's what it's all about. What'd y'all do, dude? I was just sitting here thinking it's been it feels like forever but yeah we just hung out at my dad's we'd already done all of our other christmas before that and so it was a pretty chill day lv did great um and it was my birthday the day after christmas oh yeah so it's kind of a a lot i have like a major deja vu moment right now we've already talked about all this on the modern madman podcast okay. yeah it's kind of i was thinking the same thing it's kind of screwing me up um yeah if this is your first time listening you're listening to The Good. I'm Jared Van, sitting down with Logan Draper. Hello. Man, I'm getting good at introducing us. Nailed it. Um, yeah. Uh, this podcast is all about good news and celebrating people and all the good things that are happening in the world. So um, we thank you for listening. Um, we hope you enjoy it. Um, if you do, leave some stars and some feedback on the old iTunes, on the old Apple podcast, and we would greatly appreciate that. And we always start off this podcast by talking about what's good in our lives. So what's good? Christmas was good. My birthday was good. I'm 30 now. Almost a grown man. Um, but Katie and I just spent this whole weekend sleeping. We just literally hung out with it. It was the first time we've ever had a full weekend I mean, forever that we didn't have any major plans. So we just slept, went to bed at 9 one night and 7 the other night. And just hung out with Ellie. That's whole, that's a whole weekend. Nice. Yeah, she was awesome. We had a blast. So, and I got to catch up on uh, much needed sleep. And another win is the Cowboys aren't in the playoffs. Yeah, people don't think that's a win. It is because it's a lot less stress. And apparently, their whole coaching staff is getting asked. Yeah, when we get out of this podcast, we'll probably know. <laughs> yeah, the answer to all of it. But yeah, yeah, man, it was. It's a good holiday season, and I'm excited for New Year's and a new year. Mm. Yep. A new decade. A new decade. Whole new decade. Man, what's uh what's good in your life? Um, good Christmas. Mm-hmm. I am not getting as much sleep. Emily and I. Oh yeah, sorry for bringing that up. Um just started the old sleep training with a baby. And last night was supposed to be the first night, so we tried it and it was a disaster. I don't know why I'm bringing this up because this is not what's good in my life. Um 
I'm gonna turn it into something good. I got a I got an email update about my CPAP. There we go. So, so I know people are still at least working on that. Yep, it's happening. <laughs> it might be happening. Um, Maybe. So yeah, I might. So this the sleep training. You're supposed to do it for uh, 14 days. So if this little dude starts sleeping, and I get a CPAP. Oh no. 14, well, 14, I'm going to come in here super fresh in 14 days. Oh, yeah, you're going to be great. Yeah, the, this podcast is probably going to sound completely different in two weeks because the host is going to have some energy. Fresh. Host is about to have some energy. You're about to get it, man. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, all the all the potential for good sleep is what's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Our baby's still healthy. And he's about to learn how to sleep. Yeah. So just yeah. training him for sleep. Did you write a haiku? You said you had a good one, right? I wrote a haiku, yeah. Okay. We're gonna move on. If you're down and feeling kind of crappy, Missed well it. guess what? Happy hi hi. We'll make you happy. Happy headlines. Yeah. Yeah. That might have been the most bush league thing ever. It was in there though. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Because I always cut that out and throw the track in by itself no. anyway so it doesn't even matter no so happy haikus happy hi hi a hi hi a haikus that was super bush league but we're gonna do haikus anyways it's all about the good man i stole mine again not gonna lie two weeks in a row i stole mine i want to hear it so i have two and they come from this movie i watched uh over the weekend and it's called Hunt for the Wilder People. And there's this kid, he's like in foster care. And he gets like moved from family to family. He gets moved to this uh, family that lives like in the Australian bush or New Zealand or somewhere. Um, it's a comedy. It doesn't sound like a comedy, me explaining it. But uh, the kid like talks in haikus a lot because... Um, his counselor or, or child welfare person or somebody like taught him to put his thoughts down in haikus. So he, he told a lot of haikus. So here's two of them. There's heaps of maggots. Maggots wiggling and dead sheep like moving rice. Yuck. And then um, another one. Trees, birds, rivers, sky. Running with my uncle Heck. Living forever. There it is. Stolen. Again. Thanks, Ricky, from Hunt for the Wilder yeah, People. Yeah, thank you. It's a good those movie, are, though. Those are good I recommend haikus. It. I recommend it. My haikus, I'm learning the more we do haikus, the less minor haikus. And I guess the traditional format, and mine are just more like rhyming things. You can't get the rhyming out of your out of your blood. It's in your DNA. I get something in my head, and then I just try to fit it in. Mm-hmm. So, this is what mine is. A new year, new you. Put nine, put nineteen in the rear view. MJ with the flu. Golly! Is in twenty nineteen? I was sick. Golly! I'm still gonna get this ship in twenty twenty. Is that like part of your new single that you're releasing, yeah, or what? New year, new you. Put put nineteen. Put nineteen in the rear in the rear view. view. MJ mm-hmm. with the flu. Oh, that's pretty good. That's my haiku, bro. That's pretty good. I, for some reason, was looking stuff up last night on MJ and the flu game, and it's it was in my head, and so I just 
basically work backwards from that. You're you're killing me on the haiku game lately. No, no, no. I'm over here stealing mine from Christmas songs and movies, and you're over here just word playing it. I did that one in like two minutes too, so I got lucky. Usually, okay. usually okay. it eats me up forever. Okay. Humble bro. Yeah, I wrote that super good one in only two minutes. I actually didn't write it. It's not even done here. I just try, I just you came s- in. You just memorized freestyle. It? Whatever. We're gonna move on to the to the button I already push, but I'm gonna push it again. If you're down and feeling kind of crappy, well, guess what? We'll make you happy. Happy headlines. Yeah. So this segment is called Happy Headlines. And I'm I'm going to make up for my lack of good haikus because I'm going to talk about four stories today. Only got two. Usually Logan and I talk about two uh, news stories that are good news. Um, we usually pick out two headlines and talk about them. I'm about to do four. Mainly because they're all going to be super short. Okay. So. Hey, you know what I just thought about? What? You know what episode number this is? 24. Is it? I think so. Dang it. Uh, you thought it was 23. I did think it was I think 23. That, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 24, though. Never mind. Sorry. That was almost perfect. Got excited. All right. I'll uh, start it off with my favorite theme of stories. And the headline is... Garbage truck secret Santa drops off gift for child who waves to him every trash day. So there's this little boy. His name is Aiden. He's two years old, and apparently he loves like all types of trucks. And like his favorite thing is to be waiting outside at 7 a.m. on trash day so he can wave at the garbage man. Um, unfortunately, the last trash day, this past Tuesday, it was Christmas Eve, so he, um, his parents were running a little bit more be- behind, so he wasn't dressed and ready to go out there and wave to him. So he just saw him from the window of his house. But the garbage man stopped his route and brought dropped off a little present for Aiden, and they didn't have like no idea who it came from. And then Aiden's dad like went back to and like watched the recording on his ring doorbell. This podcast is not sponsored by Ring. That wasn't like a product placement thing. Um, it was actually a Ring doorbell. Unless Ring wants to call. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to call, that'd we'll, be great. We'll consider it. Uh, but he went back and watched the the video on the Ring doorbell and saw there's a trash man dropping off a gift for Aiden. Man. Yeah. That's garbage, cool to go out of your way to do that. Yep. So that's uh, that's basically the whole, uh, the whole story. You mean do mine or are you going to keep going? Um, let me do, let me do one more. I'm trying to make sure there's not anything else super cool about this, uh, story, story before I move on. Um, I think that's the gist of it, but still cool. Super, uh, simple act for, um, the garbage man. But he, uh, again, we've talked about a lot of, a lot of my stories are based on bus drivers and garbage truck drivers and transportation drivers. I'm going to, I'm going to follow up with that on this too. Oh yeah, you are. I got one coming up. But most of these people have like routes that they do so just stopping and taking time out of their their day and um adding on a little stop to the route it's yeah. a simple, simple gesture but it probably made little aiden's day i'm sure it wasn't necessarily a ton of money yeah but you definitely have to go some more and get the present yeah and think about it yeah and i think it's cool when people take time out of their day to do that yeah or he just found something in the trash or that. wrapped it yeah which would have been cool too yeah um okay <clears throat> My next one, the headline is, to make girl who is deaf feel at home, dozens of neighbors learn sign language. Um, so this little girl, she is now, I think it said three years old. 
um, name is Samantha. She was born deaf, and it mentioned like how her family lives like in this super tight knit neighborhood, and it just seemed like almost like a hallmarky type neighborhood. Um, but <clears throat> they the neighbors learned that Samantha was deaf, and they were um, kind of upset that they, that they couldn't communicate with her. So they, I think it said there's like twelve families in the neighborhood. They all signed up to take. Um, I guess a sign a sign language class. So they all um, learn sign language and they can communicate with Samantha now. Um, so I, I don't know how long they took the classes, but she's three now. And it said she enjoys going to her neighbors' houses and talking to them through sign language. That's amazing. I don't know. It kind of is. I think I it's know. a it's a beautiful gesture. Yeah, I think it's cool to learn too. Yeah, I wonder if it's hard to learn sign language. I would I would think it would be. Also is I don't know. is sign language universal? I don't know. Good questions. Yeah, I'm just interested. Great in questions. That. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like learning any language though is pretty difficult. Do you know any sign language? Unless you're J.R.R. Tolkien and you just create your own languages. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do I know what? Nerd. Do you know any sign language? No, I don't. I know like I love you. Is that if that's even it? So I know that. In the one you're doing right now. Yeah. There's others There's others that you probably do now. In that? Yeah. Yeah. And like, so this is something, isn't it? More or thank you or something? Yeah. I used to know how to say, uh, make me a sandwich. <laughs> and sign language. With an added word at the end, right? Sometimes. Okay. It led to zero sandwiches. Just for emphasis. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool gesture. I don't even know if I know 12 of my neighbors. Yeah. And if I... Do I don't know their stories well enough to know if they had a deaf son or daughter, and then to take that information and learn a language. So that's kind, that's kind of with them. That's kind of convicting, but it's also I don't know. It's just kind of a different time. Like it's cool if you have a neighborhood like that. But there's a I know a lot of our friends may not know their neighbors real well, but they've invested in a community. Yeah. So it's like that's it's, true. Yeah. It's kind of weird, like where your time goes, whether it be like your coworkers, your neighbors, your friends, your church community or whatever group you have fantasy football league i don't know there's just a lot of ways i think you can do it i do feel bad just like i feel like right now we've been treating our neighborhood like we come home close the garage door go inside there's like some people in our neighborhood that we probably should get to know better yeah well yeah. thanks to that neighborhood now i feel like i yeah i know got a new mission for 2020 learn sign language oh yeah that too yeah uh, my first one um, is real short, but I love this story. Um, man buys school bus so he can take all 10 of his grandkids to school every day. Oh, that's about to be a great story. If there's a school bus involved. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, 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 they deemed him this, but I think he should get his own plaque made as grandfather of the year. Um, and so on Christmas, um, they were surprising all 10 of their grandkids. And Doug Hayes... Um, just was trying to think of like a different gift. He could, I'm, I'm sure when you have 10 grandkids, you can't get them 10 individual gifts. So you probably try to find a way to game it. Um, but he could have gotten them 10 individual gifts instead of what he did. Um, and so I guess all the kids go to the same Catholic school in Oregon. Um, and so it's a pretty small school, so they don't really have access to a bus system to take them to school. So... He got this bus and painted on it Grandfather Express so that he could take his grandkids to and from school every day. And there's a video. Um, we can post it. But it's just cool because they're all like sitting outside waiting. 
And then all of a sudden you hear that uh, that beeping of the bus backing up. And they're like, what? Did Grandpa buy a bus? It's just Grandfather Express. But the, the quote from the video that sold this for me was, he was just talking about like trying to figure out what to do. And he's just like, man, I wanted to create something that they would remember for the rest of their lives and to create memories forever. And so he's like, I'm going to get the chance to take them to school and pick them up every day. And so I think it's cool, man. It, it's literally a small school bus. <laughs> and he's going, he rode on it. Grandfather Express. Did he, did he like pimp it out? Or is it like a normal school bus on the inside? It, they didn't, I don't know in this video if they showed the inside. It looks just like a normal bus on the inside. Um, I don't know if I can show this to you or not. But yeah, he's got some Christmas trees, decorations hanging down. But yeah, man, he's just got this balling school bus. Look at that. The old Grandfather Express. It's like, it, it looks sweet. Did you say, did you say these 10 kids, there's 10 kids? Mm-hmm. Are they all brothers and sisters? I, I don't know. I'm going to say no. Or at least like live in the same neighborhood or something. Uh, hopefully they're all like miles and miles apart. He's got a huge route he's got to run now. They're like in different cities. But it says 10 grandkids. So I kind of think that I would just kind of guess. But I think it's in a small community. Okay. Gladstone, Oregon. You ever heard of it? Nope. Great, great city. Sounds like it. One of my favorite cities. And they have the Grand Fall Express out here. They are a population of 11,491. And it is a four square mile suburban community, twelve miles oh. south of Portland. So, pretty small little area. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's super cool. They that's don't have cool. a bus system for this Catholic school, and so he just said, "You know what? My kids make up my grandkids make up half the school. Maybe <laughs> I'm gonna just pick them up." Yeah, he might start picking other kids up and just start charging. You should charging a fee. He probably charges his grandchildren. Well, yeah, their parents are definitely paying him yeah. somehow. I guess it's also not it's a little weird just to go pick up other people's kids on a private school bus. Yeah. So never mind to that idea. Yeah. But those cl- close-knit communities, you, yeah. you can usually trust like everybody. Yeah, you know that guy. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I thought that was cool. That is pretty Sweet cool. dresser. All right, my next one, the headline is, Harpswell family thought they'd lost cat in fire, but then, but then came Christmas miracle. So a few weeks before Christmas, these people... They're, I think it said they lived in a um, trailer home, and it caught on fire, like um, burned basically like everything down. So they lost everything, including their beloved cat. They got the they got the dog out. They got the dog, but they I guess they couldn't find their cat at the time of the fire, and they they lost it. So they thought their their cat burned up, and even like um, the firefighters came. And said, with how hot the fire was burning and how much stuff got burnt up, you probably wouldn't find the remains of the cat in there. So they just thought that the cat got burnt up in the fire and they couldn't find the remains because the fire was so hot and, um, yeah, basically just obliterated the cat. But then um, Christmas morning at about 1, I think it said 1 in the morning, their cat um, appeared on somebody's doorstep and it was like apparently cold and it looked like it um, hadn't eaten in a while. So it was like whimpering. So this person went outside and took a picture of it and posted it. Uh, I guess like on one of those lost and found pets uh, groups on Facebook and this family noticed it. So Christmas day, they went to go see if it was their cat. And it was their cat. What? They got their cat back. <clears throat> Christmas miracle. 
So, but also, kudos for getting the dog out first. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, hold on. So you're telling me Christmas night. No, it wasn't Christmas. The fire was like a few no, weeks no. before Christmas. Like Christmas night. Like Christmas Eve into Christmas. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that the cat just shows up. Dude, come on. You're telling me that St. Nicholas didn't drop that by. Oh, yeah. Maybe got the wrong address. Let's see. I, I mean. Yeah, it was. So then freezing cold and hungry, Simba, which is the name of the cat, uh, Simba showed up at a house less than a mile from the site of the fire at about 1 a.m. Christmas morning. That's some jolly old St. Nick stuff. Dude. Golly. Yep. He just dropped it off at the wrong house. And he was gone for, I think it said the fire was November 17th. That's more than a month. That's a that long they're time. Missing him or missing her. I don't know if it's a boy or girl. Simba would be a boy, I guess. I guess I'm not allowed to. Um, yep. Okay, yeah. Anyways, that's crazy. Christmas miracles. Congratulations to those kids. And their their dog's name was Gunner. Our uh, old family's Aww. dog name was Gunner. So, but yeah, good job getting the the dog first. Yep. Sorry, sorry, cat people. One hundred percent. The cat's still alive, so all yeah, the cat was gonna get out. Yeah, yeah. It made it back. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think when the cat got home, it was a little bitter? I would imagine it was. I saw y'all carrying Gunner out, and I'm sitting in here heated up. I had to dive through a window, and you guys are carrying the dog out. I bet I bet Simba got some some extra Christmas presents or something. What do you give a cat for Christmas? A new litter box? It sounds like this cat's just getting home again. Do cats play with toys? I don't know. I've do never have, had a cat. Do they have treats? I don't Probably. Know. Probably. I don't know. Okay, my last one. Uh, the headline is... They would have drowned. Organ man swam from dock to save people aboard sinking ship. So this guy, I think this was in Charleston. Oh, this is in Oregon. I thought when I read Charleston, it was North Carolina or South Carolina, wherever Charleston is. But it's Oregon. Um, so this happened in Charleston, Oregon. This guy like works at a um, place like on the water, like this boat fuel place. And he said he saw... Um, this pretty big boat get like stuck on a sandbar and they're like, apparently the people like in the, in the boat were trying to get it like unstuck somehow, but then something broke and the ship started capsizing and he was just like watching us all happen. And he said he could just like slowly see the people like going under and he like started yelling, I guess for somebody else to go help and nobody was going. So he, so he, uh, Jumped in the water, said he grabbed his hammer, jumped in the water with all his clothes on, and swam out to the boat, and was, like, trying to, like, bust open a window or something with his hammer, and he couldn't really get it busted open all the way, and he eventually he broke it open with his hand. He just punched it and opened it and got all the people out. And I don't know if you can see in this video, but his hand is, like, all bandaged up. From I guess he cut it real bad punching through Dude, a window. Look at my boat. guy, though. I know. So, what's his name? His name is Curtis Green. Curtis. You saw a 40-foot Darien Rose. I guess that's the type of boat. Gets stuck on a sandbar. <laughs> and it was this uh, this past Thursday in Oregon, so I'm sure that water was pretty cold. Yeah, for sure. So, I guess when you're watching people drown, you, you maybe have enough of adrenaline. Yeah. To, like, at least get you there. I just like that he... Had the presence of mind to 
grab his hammer and then dive in. I know. I'm just gonna, but then he ended up using his hand. Yeah, he's got a, a stronger. His fists are stronger than a hammer, dude. I, so was the window underwater? Yeah, you can, because it'd be. Hard, I feel like it'd be hard to punch through glass underwater. You can, uh, you can kind of see see the, like the capsize both there. Um. Oh shit. Yeah. Apparently they were just stuck on top of that uh, sandbar, and then something broke, or I don't know if something shifted, and the boat like started taking on water and capsized. And they like I think it was three guys on the boat, um, and they were like in s- some room, I guess, inside the boat. And he s- said he saw him just like slowly going under. Oh my gosh! So he grabbed his hammer and jumped in with all his clothes on, and ended up breaking the window with his fist. What a man. I know. What a, Curtis? Curtis. Curtis yep. Green. CG. Yep. What a legend. Hopefully hopefully I have the wear, uh, presence of mind to do that. <laughs> and hopefully my first thought is, man, this water's cold. Yeah. I'm probably me looking for like a like a wetsuit. Yeah. <laughs> 30 minutes to get ready. Hold on, like I'm coming. Up, and then yeah. get all the way out there and I'm like, hey guys, I'm not going to break my hand. Probably getting like full scuba gear on. Yeah, at least a snorkel with some goggles. Man. This dude, what was he wearing? I didn't even see. What was he had he a hoodie on in that picture. Yeah, he's, he's out there jumping in with a hoodie on. I uh, do. I bet he went naked. I bet he just took that thing off and just went <laughs> for it, dude. Hey, I bet. It, I bet you when he jumped, he put his hat backwards. Like it Probably. was. A, it was about business. He's got that uh, that PFG hat, dude. What a hero, though. He, he definitely saved those people's lives. Look at him just squared up right there. Like he's facing off for a fight. He looks like the kind of guy who didn't think about it. Oh, yeah. Like he was just kind of like, and then got out of the water and was just trying to find a beer. Yeah. It's like, man, it's all good. Normal day out here. So Some of the uh, the quotes from him in this article kind of made it seem like he was that type of guy. Dude, just a everyday guy, saw a need and just made it just, happen. Just, yeah, just took action immediately. That's worth it. Still, but still had enough worth all to grab his hammer. I know. Just in case. Dude. Still went ahead and threw that one, two on the glass. Let's go. My last story is um, about a guy, a U.S. Army veteran named Jamie Willis. And he's a 100% disabled veteran who is completely unable to work. Um, so he has to use a cane. Not only does he have to use a cane, and he's frustrated about that, but he's frustrated because it's annoyingly ugly and unstable. Um, and I guess, and I'm definitely not throwing any shade like the the VA, but it says in here like there's a lot of like pitfalls with typical VA canes. Um, so he discovered an organization called Free Canes for Veterans. It's a Florida-based organization that gives away cool-looking um, homemade canes to veterans. So he reached out to the owner of that organization named Oscar Morris, and uh, just asked him if he would teach him how to make his own cane. And uh, Oscar was like, yeah, man, I'd love to. And so after um, Willis, um, after Jamie Willis made his first wood can- cane, um, he said, hey, like, let's, let's open up a branch of your organization in Central Texas. Um, so since opening that branch in 2016, he's crafted and donated more than 200 custom canes for veterans. What I think is super cool out of the story as well um, is he just realized that all these people are taking their Christmas trees, their real Christmas trees from the holidays, and just throwing them in the landfill. So he's like, well, instead of doing that, 
if you give them to me, then I can turn these Christmas trees into canes for veterans. And so he said, I do, his quote was, um, I do this so I don't sit at home all day feeling sorry for myself. Uh, this is all out of kindness. I do everything out of my pocket and from donations. So can't work on disability. Could just sit at home and play Fortnite all day. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead makes these canes. Um, but so this is the second year he's asked for donations and from these Christmas trees and which he did say that he he makes them for veterans, but he'll make them for anybody with um, a disability. But I guess Home Depot found out, and they donated 400 trees. Uh, and then believe. community members around him also donated another 100. Where do you store 500 trees? I don't know, man. <laughs> but I think it, it said somewhere here that it takes him um, a full day to turn one Christmas tree. Um, it typically takes Willis a day's worth of work to turn one Christmas tree into a cane. And so after that, he packages it up and ships it off to the recipient. So each tree is one cane. Well, he's doing some work to that tree. Then, yeah, I don't know how I don't know how much of a, a Christmas tree. How tall is a Christmas tree? What do you think? Eight feet, seven, eight feet. Yeah, somewhere in there. I don't know how much of that would be good wood or not. I have no idea. Yeah, how he's doing it. And I don't know if he's getting multiple canes out of it. Um, but yeah, I thought that was super cool. Um, we can post this too if you want to ever donate to to his GoFundMe page. But I don't know. I just get super encouraged by people. The veteran community is definitely unique and that they don't feel like they've always been taken. This is not my words. I'm not a veteran, but they don't feel like they've always been taken care of uh, by the government in some of those ways. And so they really just kind of band together to take care of each other. Yeah. There's a lot of great veteran organizations taking care of people with disability, people that are homeless. Um, and so I just think it's cool that Jamie could have just sat at home. Um, but he found purpose. Yeah. And making canes. And I also think it's cool, like, even going further back and looking at the guy that owns the organization, Oscar, like, to take time out of his busy life to teach um, Jamie how to make canes. So, he taught him, does, so he's still doing it. Does it have uh, pictures of his canes on there? You know, it doesn't, but I, I was just clicking on the GoFundMe to see if I could. Um, I could find one. So, I'm trying to... I'm trying to open up something too. Have you ever seen um, Chelsea's husband's cane? No. Um, so a lady that works with us, her husband has um, was injured um, on the police force, and he has a cane, and he got a cane made by a guest that was on our Modern Mad Men podcast, Leland. Leland made oh. him a baseball bat cane. Oh, that's very cool. cool. Actually, a very cool cane. But Jamie's GoFundMe, he was trying to raise a thousand dollars, and he raised. $1,347. Dang. So he hit it. And people were, people were donating right now. Jeez. He's made over 300 bucks in the last 28 minutes. So. I was uh, just looking up this uh, this GoFundMe, or I guess it's not a GoFundMe, it's a Facebook fundraiser. This uh, Joe Burrow Heisman speech oh, yeah, fundraiser yeah. thing. It's up to $494,895 now. Out of a $500,000 is a goal now. That's a lot of money. I that started at like $50,000 was a goal, I think. Yeah, I think it was fifty. Anyway, that was a, that was a, a story originally. I think it was two episodes ago. Um, but yeah, there's a little update about it. Well, awesome. You got anything else? No, man. I think these are some uh, encouraging stories. I'm noticing it more and more in my life, though. Yeah. Just small things. Yep. Am I am I great at it? 
No. Was I just ranting before we walked in here about yeah. something sports related? I was yeah. I was not in a uh I was pretty grumpy this morning. I was not in a very good mood this morning. <laughs> you handled it well though. And then I just went home for lunch and I was just calling my son a crybaby the whole my whole lunch. <laughs> just trash talking him. Well, there's a crybaby. It was a joke. I wasn't like actually name calling my son. Um, but yeah, I was kind of grumpy this morning. But you know what? It's all good now. Yeah, you muscle through it, man. Yeah. I think that's what I'm trying to learn. That's my goal for 2020 is to be more, to like verbally say the positive things in my life. Like your like, hair. Like I like, yeah. Like look in the mirror and say, you know what? Your face isn't looking good today, but you got that beautiful flow coming out the back. I feel like you have a new curl every single day on that and on the end of that thing. If I'm wearing a collared shirt too, it gets caught up in there. I know. And it kind of messes yep. with it. Uh, yep, I'm about it, man. You're the. I was thinking about you the whole Oklahoma State A&M bowl game. Every time they showed uh, Gundy, he's got on the a sideline. He's got a fresh mullet. Yeah, it looks so good. Yeah, I never knew if that story was true on T Boone T Boone Pickens. Is that right? T Boone Pickens sounds sounds familiar. The really wealthy um, guy that donates all the money. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a. I, I don't know if they ever like. I never looked up if it was actually 100% true, but apparently he left $20 to Van Gundy to get a haircut when he To died. get a haircut? Yeah. That, I think at this point, that thing's like a recruiting tool. I think it probably like, is. Like people want to go play for the dude with a mullet. He's proudly rocking the mullet. And when he has a visor on too. Oh, gosh. That's so fresh. It's so fresh. But yeah, yeah. man, that's my, that's my 2020. I don't do resolutions either. We've talked about this a lot, but definitely just trying to like verbally acknowledge the good things around me yeah it's just easy to get wrapped up sports bring that to me too much but just easy to get wrapped up in just the case like right now y'all having trouble sleeping that's like like a lifeblood like you need that in your life yeah there's a lot of good things so i'm gonna remind you of that in three at three in the morning when you're both up like hey just remember yep you got a roof over your head yep <laughs> hey it could be it could be magical here in 14 days though Nah, it'll be good it so. better be it better be. It'll I'm, be good soon. I'm glad that there's people who are smarter about that stuff. Kind of hope she didn't charge as much as she did for the for the course, but yeah. Anyways, hopefully if it works, it's worth it. Worth money in the long haul, either yeah. way. You're gonna learn something from it. Yeah. All right. I guess we are done here. Thank you for listening. Um, Y'all have a good week, and we'll be back next week. Next year. Um, next year. Oh, next shoot. Year. Next this is my year. favorite, next, my favorite dad joke. Next decade. See you next decade. I did get a, a, a dad jokes book for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Walker already hates me for it. Maybe we should uh, one week not do the haikus and do dad jokes. Maybe. And it's, and it's like pocket size. So it fits like perfectly in my pocket. <laughs> he's like, carried around like a like, Bible. It's like he's carried around <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, he's going to love me for that in a few years. Um, yeah, thank you all for listening. Um, have a great week, and as always, be on the lookout for the good. Come on.